is so fun, isn't it? I love it every time you see me over here dancing. <laughs> I'm singing. I've had some microphone requests lately. And uh, uh, people are wondering why I haven't brought the mic up because, you know, of my international superstar voice. <laughs> Today is the day. Today is the day. No time like the present. <laughs> uh, guys, welcome to Melanated Way. I am Linda Entwee, and over there we have April Holloway. And we are covering Match Me Abroad, Season 1, Episode 4, Catch Me a Catch. <laughs> I have a lot to say about this episode, but let's get some housekeeping out of the way first and foremost. Uh, bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support this show. Linda is so girly, everywhere you can send money. As well as we have super chats and super stickers that are always really, really appreciated. Uh, while you have some time here and you're not caught up with all of our shenanigans go ahead and like and subscribe head over to april's page holloway legal plc and hit that like and subscribe over there she is streaming in conjunction at the same time yes thanks guys can you tell that i'm back this weekend i was like you know it was my birthday weekend april i did a couple of shows and i was like <laughs> because you know there was a little bit too much celebration but i am back after There's no no such thing as too much celebration, right? That that part. I indulged this part. weekend too. I think you can hear it. Right? And then also yeah. too. I have <laughs> I got a slurp for you guys today for the first time in years. And uh it I like uh, the Coke and the purple flavor. And it's delicious. Yes. Does it? Did it immediately take you back to your childhood, like ratatouille? Yes. And then I, I feel like I might be on a sugar high. <laughs> but that being said, uh, what was I going to now say? Overall thoughts of this episode. I can't get enough of the show. I'm, I'm ready to dive into next week. Like, I, I, oh, I'm just, I'm into it. I'm sold. Same. I'm I sold. want everybody to watch it. Same. Say, and I have a little something to say about that a little bit later when we get to him. Uh, what up, live chat? Go ahead and say hello to Crystal and Ridella and Joslo and Renee hey. and Tideway and all of that. We appreciate you. I love here. you guys. Aww. Oh, they love you too, April. <laughs> they really do. One viewer yesterday when I was doing my show was like, uh, is April going to be here? <laughs> you know what? I saw it pop up. And I was like, I'm going to go join the chat. And then I was like, let me not do that. And let me not just horn in on all Linda's stuff and just let her have a life without me. I don't have to be involved in everything. Oh, they want you to be involved in everything. <laughs> I was like, um, you know that I do shows on my own, right? Like, <laughs> And they're like, okay, we'll be back. <laughs> no, they didn't do that. I'm just joking. <sighs> Super funny. Super funny. Okay, so overall thoughts on this episode. I'm still in love with Stanika and so excited for her journey. Mm -hmm. I had a very bad reaction to Nathalie that I still want to work out emotionally, psychologically, what's going on with me and that. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to. Me too. So let's just jump in. So Stanika, woo, listen, if I was not impressed with Stanika before, because maybe I was a little bit, you know, too judgmental on the namesake 
I, I'm 100% sold on her. I've been sold on her. You, you know, the name thing threw me off a little bit, but she, for someone that has never traveled, for someone who's never been in a relationship, for someone who uh, struggled with like insecurities and all that stuff, you can absolutely tell that she's done the work. And mm-hmm. we saw that in this episode as well, where she's like, I've done the work. I don't know what's going on here. It's a little bit too chaotic for me, but the way she's handling herself, you guys, I just, it's like a breath of fresh air because oftentimes, and I can only speak for myself, um, as a black woman, there are a lot of stereotypes about who we are and how we act and how we present ourselves. And, you know, we're all different. We're all different. We come from different backgrounds and cultures. And I just appreciate the fact that she's being her authentic self and her authentic self is showing up marvelously marvelously mm-hmm. absolutely so here's what has been going on i'm going to pop this down because it's distracting to me she <clears throat> the first thing that I was a little confused about though and i want to because you know you travel a lot i used to travel a lot pre-pandemic um and i'm hoping to get back to that at some point in my life but when it opened up and she was getting her passport out because she was taking a day trip and she wrapped them in like what she called tampons, but they were pads. I was like, Oh, is that a travel hack that I've not heard about? I had not heard of this, but I guess if you're trying to keep somebody from stealing your passport and you know that they're not going to touch feminine products, it's a pretty good deterrent. I mean, I've never heard of it. Like, go ahead, Miss Non-Travel, and have your little travel hats. I am not mad at it. Oh, you know what, Crystal? (laughs) You can go ahead and unfriend me immediately. She doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean it. Um, Oh, hey, C-Cruz. Jocelyn says, Danique is a style icon on this show. Love her outfit. Same. Yep. So um the travel hack so first date with nordine went amazing she really does think that nina delivered for her she wants to continue to go through her options however she really likes nordine right so everyone's gonna have to meet that standard which mm-hmm. i'm not mad at at all right no i'm and not mad at that but nina wants to make sure that she's going to keep an open mind because Nina's approach to Sonika's dating, which I actually agree with, let me know what you think, is that she should date multiple people because she's never dated before. Go through multiple people to see what you actually like. And then when you find the one, you'll know. Do you agree with that or do you not? I do agree. I went to school with a lot of people who got married like right out of high school. And that's something that they all say around this age. They wish they had explored a little bit more so they could get to know themselves. Yeah, um, a little bit more, and they may end up with the same person, but it would have made their relationship better. Yep, yep, agreed. So her next date is with Robot. Um, so the road, oh excuse me, her next date is in Robot, and they are road tripping there because I don't know where did she originally end up? Do you remember? She, I think she was originally in Casablanca, wasn't she? I don't remember, but so let's no Marrakesh. Marrakesh, that's right. She's in Marrakesh. So from Marrakesh, she's going to Rabat to have this second date. And Nina's joining her because, again, she's new to dating. So she's a little bit, you know, timid, maybe a little bit nervous. So what she did with Nordine, she's going to go ahead and do again 
uh, with this new guy, Salah, that's his name. Uh, they're meeting at his family-owned restaurant. Now, as soon as they said that, you guys, I was like, that is not a good look. You already know someone is going to be lurking. Something's going to happen because, A, he's in his space, and he's going to be extra comfortable, and his family is going to be there. Like, that's just a given. Yeah, there's no way. And I don't even think that's a cultural thing. I think anybody at a family-owned anything, their family would just be nosy and be around. That's right. Right? So um, Nina says, you know what? You're going to like him physically because he's fit. He loves cars. He loves motorcycles. He's adventurous. Um, he doesn't have the best English skills, so they went ahead and got a translator to come on over and join them. And Stinnick is like, um, so on the first day, I'm supposed to potentially be meeting his family. Like, even someone that has no dating experience, she's like, that is not something that you do. And especially because she's very close with her family. So she's thinking, like, I would never just bring some Yahoo around. <laughs> and I feel the same way. Like, even on dates, you can't even come and know where I live. Like, you're not picking me up. Like, we'll meet. I'll see you when I see you. No, just joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of added pressure for a first day, but she handled it very well. Did you want to say anything about that? Uh, not about Stanika, but you know, when they arrived in Rabat, the first thing I thought about was your girl. Ah, <laughs> oh, Debbie. Rabat. Yeah. Oh, Debbie. But um, I mean, so... The matchmaker's um, comment about it was, well, you know, we are doing kind of accelerated dating because you have a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. I just really think it depends on how I wouldn't plan for an event where you might meet the family that quickly. But if it was going better, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad when they yeah, came maybe. Out. You guys in the live chat, let me know what you guys think about meeting family on the first date. So, <clears throat> they get there, and they arrive, and they sit down. Translator's already there. Uh, Stinnick is like, where's my date? Like, what's happening? And, Nina, and Nina's like, you know, that's a good question. Where is he? So, he shows up. And I don't know about you guys, and maybe I'm just like a picky watcher, but the way he came in, he came in really, really stiff. And then his arm behind his back. And... Like, I knew it was flowers, but I just felt like that was just a little, like, I don't know. I didn't like it. Like, what do you have behind your back? Why yeah, are you acting, like, all weird like that? Awkward and uptight. Yeah, that's what I, I felt. And then I understand that it's, like, dating etiquette, and it's really sweet and thoughtful to bring flowers for your date. You know, we saw that with Nordine. But then I felt like maybe it's also a cultural thing because it didn't seem as special because he brought flowers. Then the mom comes and we'll talk about her later. She brings flowers. I'm just like, I mean, I like it's really sweet. But then I don't know. It lost a little bit of its sparkle for me. Yeah, I think they they have a matchmaker they can use. I think he could have reached out to the matchmaker and said, "I want to have some kind of gift." Uh, what's something that she's shown some interest in since she's been here. He could have gifted her a nice um, set of tea. Um, what do you call them? Tea, tea glasses. 
teacups, tea bags. Yes. A nice set of, of teacups or something that is, you know, specially made from Morocco since she said she likes the tea so much. That part. See? Use the matchmaker. There, there you go. See, this is why April should be matching everyone else. <laughs> um, so he's excited for the date. He has some expectations of American women specifically, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he expects American women to be beautiful, independent, and know what they want quite specific i guess like if you're like if i'm gonna date a foreigner they better look good <laughs> i mean i don't know i mean it's true if you're gonna go out of your way to meet somebody then they better not be crusty and dusty <laughs> i mean suppose suppose we're gonna get to harold and talk about crusty and dusty in a minute and as well as mark you know, can mark. i just tell you i know we're not on mark and mark is not gonna be up until the last minute or the last one. And I just want to say, <sighs> I'm having a hard time with that one. Okay. I just want to say, boo! Boo! <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I got that out of my system. Not really, but I'll <laughs> let it go for now. And can I just also say one more thing? He's equally obnoxious on social media. And I'm going to show you something that's going to blow your mind. Okay. Oh, wow. So, Sneka's first impression of Salah, she sees that he's muscular. He obviously works out. He's got perfect hair. She does mention his, quote, low pants, because those pants were like leggings, right? Those <laughs> white leggings. But overall, she thinks he look, he's presenting as a nice package. They sit down, there's some awkward silence, and I don't know like how it works, but I would think that if there's an awkward silence, the matchmaker should jump in and like start the conversation. Um, but again, I don't know, it was awkward for me. Silence, uh, there's a hello and a hello, and then that was it because no time, the brother shows up, and when I say he shows up, like, and again, I might, you guys, I might be doing the most and saying the most, but if you know me, you know that, you know, my gut is not wrong. It just really isn't. I claim it and own it. But that brother came in looking for trouble. Like he came in and you could tell that he was not impressed either with what he saw or what was going on. So he came in with a bunch of like gusto, did this little fake hello, hello didn't give a name or anything, was just like, hello, hello, pulls up a chair and sits down. And in minutes, so there's no time to bond with your date. There's no like breaking of the ice. There's no like, shall, you know, if we're going to really be hospitable, let you're in my family restaurant. Can I grab you a snack? Can we get something mm -hmm. started for you? Is there something that we can do so that at least we're all at ease? Because all of a sudden I thought I was going on one date with one person and, you know, kind of like a chaperone who, you know, I'm paying, but all of a sudden I got a translator, I got a brother, I got a cousin and his cousin's cousin. No, I was not impressed with any of that. So Stanika wasn't impressed either. She's like, she feels ambush and she thinks it's a bit weird that all these people are starting to show up. And uh, then Salah's like, okay, I'm gonna be leaving. And my brother is going to ask a few questions. Where, where are you going? What's happening here? I think 
there was a miscommunication somewhere because Salah and his brother are approaching this like a business transaction. Like, it's just weird. It was all weird. You know what? I feel like. I feel like there was a miscommunication, but I also, this is what I think. I think that Salah told his family he had a date with an American. The family thought, woohoo, like maybe you're going to get married to an American. We're all going to like be rich and happy because when the mom came in and said what she said, which we'll get to, I was like, what's happening? So I think that they think this this is like a, the first step to becoming engaged. The first, yes. The first, like, uh, you're meeting your future mother-in-law father-in-law brother-in-law so because you're you're gonna be part of this family let's go ahead and interrogate you to make sure that we too like you like that instead of it just being a casual one first date right so muhammad has some questions for stanika first question was what do you do for a living okay so i was curious about that question because as we're learning uh, from Nina in the Arab culture, Arab women expect their men to be 100% providers, right? So why then is this Arab man asking this woman, what do you do for a living? That, I just thought it was interesting. Second, he asks, uh, why did you decide to choose a matchmaker? Well, why did your brother decide to choose a matchmaker? Am I taking this wrong, April? I, I thought maybe I was taking it the wrong way because to me, it looks like I'm telling you, it looks like business transaction on their end. Like, how are you going to afford to take care of me is why I'm asking what kind of work you do. Um, and what are the shortcomings that I'm going to have to put up with is why I'm asking, why are you using a matchmaker? That's how it all came off to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Stanique is like, uh, you know, I've never had a boyfriend and she did throw in a bit much for me personally. She said that, you know, they showed that they are liars and cheaters. And this is where I've told you guys this before. I I really am going to have to feel like you all translating word for word what I'm saying. And I get that some words don't translate, but then don't make stuff up. Don't fill in the gaps for me because I just, for me, I don't like it. So it was translated. So when she says that she's never had a boyfriend because they're liars and cheaters, it was translated as um, they're liars and cheater and show behavior that she can't get along with. And so yeah. the interpreter is not uh, doing a good interpretation, but she's not a, that's not her job. She's just like a friend who's trying to help out. She's not like a, um, you know, like doing it for work, but Tanika Tanika also, if you have never had an experience using a live interpreter, you can't give long explanations for things and expect them to just remember everything. You have to be able to give shorter sentences um, when you're using a live interpreter. True. But in the 90-day history, uh, we've not had great experience except for Adam, the interpreter. He was the only (laughs) interpreter that actually interpreted amazingly that we were all like go adam so between the previous yeah. uh interpreters this new interpreter here as well as the app that they often give in the 90 day franchise i just think that it's along par with this is not what has been said and it's irritating to me and that yeah. might just be a me thing but so no it's not just you um 
So after she is asked this question on why she's the matchmaker, and then she talked about the liars and the cheaters, I was surprised that Salah came back with, well, can you ask her if she doesn't think that she's to blame? And she handled it very well because you guys see my face. I don't hide my reactions very well. And my face was like, like, WTF. Yeah. And she was like, just like, why? Mm-hmm. And my face turned into a whole badger. I was like, like, why would you say that? I I wonder if there is some inflection in the translation that I didn't get that provoked him to ask the question like that. Because for me, nothing in the sentence would have warranted that response. Yeah. But there's so much there's so much nuance and like the way that you pronounce things and the and the the voice that you use when you're doing it that maybe we didn't catch something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a it's something because I was like, ooh, that was not nice. No. Um, and then because it's going so fantastically, <laughs> uh, the mom and dad show up and the mom brings flowers and the mom says I wanted to welcome her and tell her that we are all her family. Um, do you even know my name? I, mean, <laughs> I, I appreciate that you're being so hospitable, but like your name what? is American Woman. American Woman, won't you marry me? <laughs> American Woman. That okay. was the time for your microphone. I know, but I looked at it. It is here, but I thought I was just gonna go acapella. <laughs> 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 all right at this point so we have picture it sicily picture it sicily <laughs> the translator salah uh muhammad mom and dad stanika and Nina all on this little table outside. And Nina has popped up because she's like, what is happening? Like, even she's like, what is happening right now? Then Salah like gets up, grabs his mom. And did you notice that little like, for a lot this, you'll understand this like way I say it. He had a little bass in his voice when he was talking to his mom. Go inside. Mm -hmm. With, yeah, with a, whatever that is, the je ne sais quoi, the base, the attitude, the like aggression. I don't know what mm -hmm. it was, but mm -hmm. let me tell you something. My brother ever tried that with my mother, they would be six feet under. Africans don't play like that. Like what you're not about to do. I brought you into this world. I will take you out immediately, if not sooner. There's, yeah, there's a... There's a lot of cultural stuff happened there. I see a little kid cuss his mom out in Italian. But because he had the bravado of an Italian, it was like funny for me watching it, not as the parent. But I was like, oh, he's really getting into it. Yes, little kid with his chest. He said it with his chest, facts. So he pulls his mom out and we don't get to hear the audio version of it, but you could tell by the body language that he was getting upset with her. And I think we did hear a little bit like, um, you know, I didn't want you to come down here. And that's how their scene ends. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of chaos next episode and I can't wait for it. Yeah. 
I want Nina to take some control over what's happening. She has to. She's the one that set up this date. She's the one that vetted these people. So she needs to go ahead and handle her business. Because mm -hmm. as we want to all remember, she has a 100% success rate. And this little shenanigan on date two doesn't look like success to me. He's, he's not ranking over Nordine. Mm -mm. <laughs> all right. What did you think of Natalie's... Uh, segment okay so i have a lot of feelings about natalie that i'm still kind of sorting out but my first thing is why why not she's replacing her mom as a matchmaker for her with juan as a matchmaker for her and i thought it would be a good idea for her to go out and explore and try some things but why not Try to find your own matches just a little bit. Why? Because now I now I feel like her problem is just handing her life over to somebody else. Mm. Okay. Never thought of it that way. I don't for me, I don't know what it is, but she was rubbing me the wrong way. She rubbed I, me the wrong way the whole time. I'm like, I was super excited for her. I felt like in the uh previous three episodes. She's come, oh, well, she wasn't in the first episode. So the previous couple episodes, she's come across as, uh, you know, cause she's only 25. some a young girl who's trying to kind of find her way, you know, going to school, trying to balance like the Western culture with her more conservative culture and like figuring it out. But this episode and even a little bit towards the end of last episode, she's to me, I don't know what it is. And if I talk it out right now, I, this is how I would talk it out, but this is just the rough, unedited version. I feel like she uh, is not as open as she thinks she is. I think that even though she bitches and complains about her mom, she is her mom and she's just as conservative as, as her mom, but she wants to come across as she's open um, and willing to have new experiences. I think that um, because there is that cultural pressure on her, she's trying to balance you know, not disappointing her mom, but every other sentence is her mom, her mom, her mom, her mom. So you know that her mom has a lot of control um, over the decision she makes, which is fine, but she also is now 25 years old. And so she should be able to, in my opinion, balance out her beliefs with who she is as a person. And I think what's rubbing me the wrong way is She's acting like she's this person, but then she's not really that person in the situation. And it comes mm -hmm. up confusing to me. Yeah. So See, I, I have two things that I can point to that are, are issues, but there's a larger issue too. One is I hate, it's a pet peeve of mine, when you're speaking to somebody who is English as a second language and you correct their pronunciation and they didn't ask you to. So that's one pet peeve. And then number two is, oh, I took Spanish in high school and I thought it would just come back to me. Ma'am. Yeah, she was coming across as a diva to me. Um, and she was putting a little extra on it with her non-understanding. Because even if you don't speak Spanish, you could tell with her date uh Stewart that she he was trying and you can understand what he was saying even yes. a lick of Spanish but she 
in my opinion, was almost like mocking mocking and degrading him a little bit like oh you don't speak english because what are you saying from the very beginning when he said his name was steve war she's like steve what steve what? 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 favorite favorite girl you know he's saying favorite please it, yeah it was really just and he's he's trying he and then when i see someone and they try like this then they go to the translator it makes me feel like oh their self-esteem just took a little hit there because and i hate that yeah, it did because it's like, am I not, you know, he's trying, give him that. And you know what? You know, Natalie, you knew exactly what he was saying. You were just being an asshole. Oh, favorite. Yeah. Uh, says Natalie ain't ready. She needs to do some self work. Fat. This is the other thing. Like, she's, you're going to take these other people on this ride with you for work that you need to do for yourself. That's not fair to the other people whose feelings and time are also involved. So uh, her scene opens up with, we're finding out that it's her first date today. Uh, she's doing a little salsa dancing in the mirror and then she's like, no. And that should have been my cue, now that I looked at that note, that she is not open at all. She thinks she is, but she's not because she can't even be loose with herself. Do you know what I mean? Like she can't just like relax and enjoy herself. It's always like, oh, I have to present a specific type of way. And if you want to, and you know, feel free, but then don't also say that you're, you want something different. You want someone's hot. You want someone who's free and adventurous. Those aren't the things that you want because that's not what's coming across. And when you get that, then you criticize it and mm -hmm. you make everyone, including the audience, feel uncomfortable. So we find out that the date doesn't speak a lot of English, um, but Juan says that's part of his process because he wants her to focus on, on being in the moment, which she did not do at all on this date. Um, Juan goes on to say that her date is completely opposite to what her mom would want for her, um, but that's what she's saying. She wants dates that are different than the mom would set her up with, right? That's the first thing that she's been telling Juan. So she gets there and within 30 seconds, she's already annoyed because she doesn't see him. And I was like, you literally didn't even take a beat. You're in a new, and this is something that maybe is just me, but like you're in a new country. Why not look around, embrace what you're seeing because maybe you won't be here another time soon in the future. So like, look around, look at your atmosphere, look at your mm -hmm. surroundings appreciate it and soak it in. But that, I mean, again, that's just probably a me thing. Um, and he shows up. So Stewart shows, shows up and they have this awkward exchange because he's saying his, his name and she's acting like she doesn't understand what he's saying. And that went on for a good, like five minutes. I hated that. I hated everything about it. So, um, and then, okay, so I personally thought this was really sweet. So he, they're crossing the street. He holds her hand immediately. And I, yeah, I don't actually think I'm going to say that part, but I, I thought it was a really sweet thing. Uh, what did you think about that? Uh, I know you don't like to talk about personal details, but have you ever dated a Colombian guy? I have. This is really standard. There's, there's no thing. They would hold their friend's hand. I was about to say 
a personal story. And then I said, no, I don't. <laughs> That's why I was like, and I think he read that in my mind. <laughs> I saw a little bit. I saw yeah, a little bit. I was like, she's going to tell us. She's going to tell us. Yeah, I was. And I was like, no. Yeah, this is this is no big deal. She's taking it to be intimate. It really is not. This is a very friendly gesture of concern and to take care of you. Um, you know, it's it, it's nothing. Say it louder for the people in the back. It's nothing. And if you if she had taken time um, to do a little bit of research instead of just saying, "Well, I was there a long time ago, so I know what it was like," just do a little bit more research on the dating scene then you would know that because one of the first things that I learned before I went to Columbia was you might think somebody is love bombing you when they're displaying regular Colombian behaviors. <laughs> it's yeah. I, I just like, for me, I just felt like she was super uptight because honestly it wasn't a big thing. It was more like a care and concern thing. Like, Hey, we're crossing the street. You're a foreigner. And I just want to help take care of you because this is my city. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to show you my city and I also feel responsible for you. That's that's the vibe that he was trying to get give. But because she's not as open as she thinks she is, she took it as a whole extra overly avert romantic gesture. Fine. Yeah. So we find out um, that she does think he's very attractive. She likes his tattoos, his muscles. She says, quote, he's aesthetically pleasing to her. Um, and also then again mentions her mom that her mom would never uh, set her up with a guy like this. We find out he's a personal trainer. Uh, he's never dated an American. This is his first experience. And I promise you it'll probably be his last. <laughs> last. He was probably so confused. I, I was thinking like, how's this date going from his perspective? Like he's probably so confused. That, and you know what? I, I want to say he was very gracious. Extremely. Very extremely good. gracious and patient. And patient. And he did not um, take the digs and slides personally. He kind of just let them roll off his back. And here's why I'm also saying that like, she doesn't know who she is. It's clear that he knows who he is because he stayed in who he was. He wanted to go swimming, which we'll get to. He went swimming. He was always aware of what what do you want to do do you want to stay here do you feel comfortable do you want to have drinks do you want to ride on my bike do you want to all the things all the time right because he could have easily been like oh this girl is like not it but no he stayed in that hole like hey i'm going to be very gracious toward you mm -hmm. so um <clears throat> he thinks that she's pretty voluptuous um and so they're walking over to their destination hand in hand and then she freaks out and says to him do you mind like um if we just don't hold hands and then does her to camera thing and it was like tripping she's like i just met you i don't even know you i don't know who you are how are we gonna walk hand in hand that is too affectionate and I was like, girl, relax. Yes, calm down. Calm down. And I almost want to say, is there like a little bit of trauma there that you need to deal with? Because some people, maybe that they don't like that, but I don't know if they would have such an adverse reaction. Maybe. Or maybe she didn't grow up in a family that was physically affectionate, so it all feels very foreign. Right. 
and mm-hmm. and that could be the case but then do you do you still just i don't know i just thought it was an overreaction it it felt that way to me too but i have an affectionate background so mm-hmm. uh ty says yes uptight stiff needs to loosen up and enjoy the date Joslow says, <laughs> who says aesthetically pleasing when talking about a first meet? I'm going to start saying it now. <laughs> and Crystal says she doesn't seem comfortable in her own skin. She won't be open to other things until then. That part. She's not. That part. She's so uh, he continues to just be a gentleman, right? After she's kind of like, ah, don't hold my hand. They get to the spot. He pulls out her chair, he scoops the chair in, all like the old school gentlemanly things that, by the way, women love. Or I'll speak for myself, I love all that Me stuff. too, me too. Do sorry. all that all the time and you are winning all the points all day long. Opening door, closing door, seats out, all that stuff. I'm a sucker, a sucker, I tell you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they sit down and they have a little bit of small, small talk. Uh, he's like, you know, he tries to initiate conversation by saying like, what's your favorite mu- music? She's like, I love all music except for that eh, 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 EDM. Um, and of course he loves it. He's young. He's 25. He's, he's, you know, at the club partying and outside of America, um, dance EDM type music is huge. It's huge, just like predominantly in all uh, discos, nightclubs. And so, yeah, he likes it. Not a big deal. You guys don't have to like the same music. And <clears throat> then he asks her another question and he's, he tries to like get it in the translator, but I guess it gets lost in translation and it comes out as, I don't even know, I don't even know how to explain this. It comes out as, <laughs> that um he's trying to talk about a type of music but he ends up talking about a back entrance there okay there you go lost in translation she's like super again she gets super freaked out she's like i don't think that you meant to say that and she goes to correct him on her translator and says this is what you said and i'm sure you didn't mean to say that she got all worked up again and i was like What's happening with this girl right now? Because, like, y'all, I, 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 I just very confusing to me. So he's like, "Hey, do you want to stay here? Are you comfortable here? Do you want to go for a walk? Um, I'd love to basically take you on my motorcycle and show my city." Now, here's where she did surprise me because I thought because she's like all prissy and acting like super like I don't know what I thought she wouldn't get on the bike in her dress yeah I didn't think she was gonna get on either but in all fairness I wouldn't get on at all you wouldn't get on a motorcycle no oh well (laughs) ever no (laughs) so I guess I just I mean, I don't know. I grew up with bikes. And, well, no, that's not true. Let me take that back. I spent a lot of time with motorcycle people and I love bikes. I like to ride bikes. I like to be passengers on a bike. I love bikes. So I would have definitely gone them. 
I'm actually not a risk taker, which probably seems opposite of everything else I've ever said here, but I'm not a, a bungee jumper, a skydiver, a motorcycle rider. I'm not a risk taker. I, I mean, I <laughs> I believe that, April. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, uh, I mean, see, your fans are, are with you. <laughs> your fans are with you. Your fans don't do motorcycles either. I am no longer friends with Crystal, so that's why I'm saying your fans. Your fans don't do motorcycles. Ty and Crystal. Ty, you're still in my good books, but Crystal is in the bad books for now. I like motorcycles. I would have jumped on in a minute. That's all I'm saying, but here we are. Um, I appreciate all of our differences. So she gets on. And I guess my note is going to seem a little asshole-ish because I was like, she's acting like she's never been on a bike before. But now that I understand that many of you guys are not bike riders, then I understand why she acted this way and why you all are acting this way. As well. I would have, I would have suggested something else though. I wouldn't have just like said no flat out. I would have been like, Oh, that's, you know, not my, my thing. Can we go walk to get some ice cream? Like I would have still suggested some alternative to let him know that I still want to hang out together. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm just, when I was really small, one of our neighbors took us on his motorcycle, like in our little cul-de-sac, but that was it. I, I'm. Mm -mm. Would you go on one of the, like the four wheel ATVs? I did an ATV ride and I was internally screaming the entire time. <laughs> Taylor was driving and I was thinking the entire time like why why are we going so fast why are we so close to the beach why are we so close to the ledge are we going to make it up this hill the whole time oh so you just really didn't make it fun for anybody <laughs> that is not what an adventurer wants to hear I am Will not no. slow down are we going to make it up this hill? <laughs> you know what you're doing? Wait, break, break, break. Like, nah. Nah, thanks. Well, you can, you know what? We'll see you at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please see me at the pool. <laughs> oh, okay, you guys. I get it. None of y'all like motorcycles. Crystal, I'm so sorry to hear that about your family member. Oh. Uh, Joslo, as a nurse, I, you know, it, it, it's, yeah. I understand. Um, Natalie thinks that this dude is hot and she says the words that come out of her mouth say that she's trying to live in the moment, but her actions are not matching that statement. No. So she, I guess at some point decided that she was going to invite him back to her hotel to the rooftop pool. But I think that she started overanalyzing it in her head. And as she was going up to the pool, deciding that maybe this is not a good look and her mom would be so this and that. I can't believe it. My mom wouldn't believe that I brought a guy so quickly to my hotel and I would just never do. And like she was having that whole internal dialogue out loud. Um, goes ahead and says that she's trying to shake off the good girl. Um, but I think that she was feeling overwhelmed. And so here's what happened. They get to the pool, pool's heated. He's like, Hey, we're at the pool. She invited me up here. So let's like jump in. Isn't that why we came to the pool? Right. So he takes off his clothes, not naked, but like his outside clothes and jumps in. She 
freaks out. I can't believe he took off his clothes. And by the way, those, and maybe none of y'all, I mean, I really feel like you guys are see. I'm seeing why, like, I'm just so different than everybody here. We just all just don't like the same things. And no one likes what I like. Anyways, I thought the tattoos on his back were super sexy. Oh, they were beautiful. And, and actually, like, good work, too. Like, good quality work. You could tell, like, multiple sessions went into that. I would have... <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go. What would you have done, April? Well, like, I want to say that I would have just gone ahead and been like, let's take it to the room. But I don't know if, if I'm on TV, if I really would have that much nerve to be that much myself. I definitely wouldn't have done that on TV, but I would have been like, like they do on 90 day. Okay, camera crew, bye. <laughs> and been flirty with it and then figured out what I wanted to do in yeah. real life. I, wouldn't, I think I would skinny dip on camera though. I mean, I would have gotten into the heated pool. Absolutely. Again, how often are you in this situation and you have the whole pool to yourself? Have you... Do you want to live a little? Isn't that yeah. 25? Yeah. When I was 25, listen, all the memories, all the memories and all the stories. Okay. All of them. Yeah. All the ones that are not risking. Oh, yeah. well. For me. That, for April. But yeah. we all have memories. So but we just, have memories. Yes. And whatever that looks like for you. I mean, isn't that what part of being in your twenties is about? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, um, even before he gets into the pool, he thinks about her like, Hey, do you want to have another beer? She says yes. And he goes and gets it for her, comes back, then gets into the pool, wants her to get in the pool with him. And all of a sudden she's like, Oh, I feel shy. Um, this is just so fast. And wants to call it a night. And here's where I lost respect for her. Okay. In my opinion, you're a grown-ass woman at 25 years old. So if you want to end this date, be open and honest about wanting to end the date. Don't act like you're in high school and tell these stupid, ridiculous lies. And she's like, because all of a sudden, within 10 minutes, you invited this dude back to your hotel to go up to the pool. Whether you wanted to swim or not, that's fine. If you're having a good time, then go ahead and continue to have a good time. If you say, hey, you know what? I'm not having a good time anymore. Or we should call it a night. Then say, hey, we should call it a night. But instead, she's like, oh, I'm feeling kind of sleepy. How old are you, Natalie? So he goes with the, rolls with the punches. He's like, you know what? This is probably not a good match. Something's missing. And she's very conservative. And this is from someone who English is not his first language, and he could still, with her actions, see that she's like, you know what, I feel like you guys, what's the saying where like she's wound up ball, she's wound up really tight, and yeah. she, like this, and she needs to like release some of that. Or be with somebody else who's tightly wound. At this point, you're wasting other people's time. That, and I just like, I don't know. I want to say something, but it's just really A, not politically correct, and B, like, it'll be on the internet forever. So I'll just say, like, she needs to go and have some fun. That's what she needs to do. Go and have some fun 
And whatever that looks like, I'm not saying you have to be a risk taker or an adventurer, whatever fun looks like for her, she needs to figure it out. But because I think that, again, she doesn't know who she is, she doesn't know what fun looks like. So right. she's just like walking around and all day thinking like, oh, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do this. And that to me is just stressful. Like, girl, let some, some of that go. Right. Ooh. All right. On to Harold. Harold. Oh, Harold, listen, Harold had a lot of the best one-liners in his little <laughs> segment. Oh, Harold. Oh, Harold. Okay. Harold, you're giving me a headache. What were, you, what were your thoughts on his segment? I, um, I like his matchmaker more than I did before. Um, so that's good. Um, I hope that in the future he is challenged a little bit on seeing women as whole people. Um, right now it's like, oh, you're pretty. I like you. You marry me. Caveman style. That's my thoughts on here. Um... Harold is very confusing for me because, I, I mean, I think I don't know enough about autism, so I don't know how much to contribute to that. But I feel like Harold needs to come down to earth about what he thinks dating looks like and and what he contributes what to a dating situation because right now he's coming across to me as like a 100% stereotype. I don't care if you're autistic or not. This little like, I need to have this specific type of person, this caliber of woman, when honestly, what are you bringing to the table, Harold? Yeah, a good like, question for him would have been, why did you like Teresa? Like, tell me, why did you like her? Because you didn't even know anything about her. You didn't bother to know anything about her. You just saw what you looked like and decided that you liked her and wanted to spend more time with her. So articulate what you liked about her, because I think it would help him to realize that he's being very shallow. Well, and, and I think that uh, Katarina does get there with him when she starts to have that conversation. So let's just jump into it. So he's disappointed about his date with Teresa. He has said that he's taken a few days to reflect and he feels for his part that he should have better read the situation. But part of his problem is he misses social cues. And I want to go on and add a second step there. I understand that you're missing social cues, but I also think that he comes in from his perspective only in what he wants. And so he's missing social cues because he's only thinking about what he wants in the situation. But Linda, he's thinking about her pleasure. Is he though? <laughs> Is he? Um, so he meets with Katerina and uh, Katerina's first thing is like, where are you coming from? You like, you look like you're just coming from Hawaii. Like what's happening here? He had these khakis on one of his million Hawaiian shirts. And I, I laugh about the Hawaiian shirt because I feel like as soon as you get to a certain age, does someone tell you to buy Hawaiian shirts? <laughs> We're having this problem with Gino as well. 
like Gina went to got a whole new wardrobe on before the 90 days and it's all Hawaiian shirts. So like, who told y'all? Someone told you guys that. I, I'm just trying to figure it out. So uh, Katarina mentions like, you know, I don't know where you're coming from, but we don't do that here in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> then she goes on to say, Harold, I've got a headache. I heard from Teresa. And basically she gave you terrible feedback. Uh, she says you're boring and not, well, she didn't say this part to Harold. This is what we heard Teresa say to Katarina that she felt that Harold was boring and not attractive. Um, and so when Teresa is talking to Harold, she said, instead of saying that, cause obviously that's hurtful, uh, says that she got terrible feedback from, from Teresa. And then he wants to say, cause she's like, how do you think the date went? And he's like, well, he felt rushed because of the clock ticking on the boat rental. Um, and then he's like, but I did give her a very special drawing that no other person will have. And this is where Katarina's like, but do you think that she appreciated it? Right? Because that's a big question, which is going back to what I'm saying, where he is only thinking about what he wants and what makes him happy. He feels like he did a good job. And, you know, drew this picture so she should be appreciative of it when really that's the question do you think that she appreciated it because is it about you or is it about her receiving what you did exactly hey morgan oh hi she's new everyone say hi to morgan hey girl hey <laughs> uh so <clears throat> not only did he tell Katarina that, hey, I I was worried about the boat rental time. I gave this picture that I drew. And he goes, I also bluntly asked her if she found me attractive. And she was just overly polite about her answers. And then Katarina's like, well, why did you ask her that? Because that's like, let's get down to that. Because I don't care on any date. Who asked that? Do you find me attractive? I've said, do I look like my pictures? Is that horrible? Is that along the same lines? You say on a first date, do you... I've, I've said that before. Do I look like my pictures? On a first date? Uh-huh. Oh. Is that weird? For me, it is. <laughs> but again, let's go to your fans. Because <laughs> we... I think one way and you all think a different <laughs> way. So ask your fans, is it weird to ask someone if you look like your pictures on a first date? And is it weird to ask someone if they are attracted to you on the first date? I personally think it's weird. Um, and and I only think it's weird. Let me just back up what I'm saying. Uh, because I feel like you put the person in a place where they have to be a bit like confrontational. Like they have to think about like, well, what if I don't think you look like your pictures? Am I allowed to say that on a first date? I don't know you. I don't know how you would react. What if I don't find you attractive, then I'm stuck here and it's like awkward. So you just put the yeah. person. Um, that's true. Who's Crystal? Oh, I think that's you, April. I think one of your fans is saying that they love you, but yeah, that's weird. I've been called Crystal before. It's okay. I'm sure, I'm sure you have. <laughs> when you were skimming and scamming. 
Most egg scamming. Most egg scams. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember the situation that made me ask that question. I just remember I asked it. I'm curious. Did you ask it because you were looking at your date and wondering if they looked like their pictures in your mind? Oh, oh I remember. I remember. He wasn't as tall as he said he was. Right? See? I I told you my gut. Somehow my gut just already yeah. knows things. That's he exactly how you asked. Because and you so, wondered. Yeah, I brought it up. And he had an attitude about it. And I was like, well, do I look like my pictures? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. You're welcome. Thanks. You jogged my memory. No, I know. Maybe a second or third date once interest is inferred, but not on the first date. Girl, if we make it to a second or third date, I know that you like all of this. <laughs> okay. And there she is. That's the April I know. Second day, you must have watched me walk away. Okay. <laughs> By the third day, you already know where I live. Yes. Um, we are totally off track here. Okay, okay. Sorry. okay, so just to backtrack. Oh, Jocelyn says she doesn't think it's weird to ask if I look like my picture on the first date because it would be weird to ask on the second or third. So it's fine, April, I agree with you. Yeah, I could see why Jocelyn would agree with you. We do now recognize I did it out of spite though. Listen, I recognize it immediately. That's why I asked that question. <laughs> uh, okay, so Katarina's like, hey, you know, why did you ask her that? And then Harold, says because pretty women have a type and he wanted to see if he was in that type or not. Now, Harold, oh, Harold. Harold, you already know. You, that part, that, Harold. Harry, you looked in the mirror and you knew that you weren't a kin. You told us that you weren't a Ken, but that's okay. You can work with what you've got. Just be a better person. No, I have a whole problem with this, so I can't even go with that. I'm just <laughs> gonna go with my gut. So he says that pretty women have a type and he wanted to see if he was in that type. First of all, that's super friggin' shallow in my opinion. And the fact that he says, I chased after Barbie, but I'm not Ken, I'm Harold, goes again to how shallow it is in what he's doing and what he's looking for. So I originally said when we first met Harold that the part where he's like, I want a blonde hair, blue eyed, whatever society thought he should think what beautiful look like he feels like he doesn't care what he brings to the table as long as he has enough money because in his mind in the whole like oh the patriarchal society if i'm rich enough it doesn't matter how i look like i can have pretty arm candy and i'm trying to tell you harold that uh you're gonna have to bring more to the table i think that women are more sophisticated than that and yeah there are absolutely women that just want to have a sugar daddy, women that want to just be taken care of. There's all types, but what you're not about to do is put us all under the same umbrella and think that because you have your little um, 
he's not a respiratory therapist. That's the other dude. What is he? He's a radiation therapist. Radiation mm -hmm. something. something. Tech. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You have a little coin and your 401k and your rock collection that you're bringing something to the table so that you're going to go over to Prague, have this perfect 10 blonde hair, blue eyed, and you're going to bring her back to your apartment that you've only lived on your own in for five months. Stop it. Do better. If you want to really commit to this process and really find someone that truly loves you, what are you really looking for? And what you're really looking for, Harold, is someone to love you for you. And so if you want someone to love you for you, you should love someone for them, not only their exterior look. Okay. Exactly. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, so... Katarina says, you need a woman who will appreciate and admire you for who you are, who's compatible with your way of perceiving the world. So she basically said more succinctly what I just ranted and raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then this is where I just was like, oh, Harold, like, oh, my goodness. So Harold says, in the past... <laughs> He's been multiple things to his previous relationship. Now, I'm not going to say that I don't actually believe that he's been in. I mean, I'd like to meet some of his exes. Because he says in his previous relationships, he's either been A, strung along. Okay. I can see that. I could see that. B, the rebound guy. I don't, I don't really see that. I don't see that at all. C, one used him to like build things. So I'm assuming build things around the house, put things together. But it was the last, the D, the fourth thing <laughs> that I was like, I'm going to need to just take a minute <laughs> and really <laughs> soak this in. He said in his previous relationship, one of his ex-girlfriends just, quote, used him for sex. If you believe this. I have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> Crystal says he read all those relationships wrong or he's a damn lie. That part. That part. See, why do we not believe that that is possible? That they used him for sex? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why don't you believe? He doesn't give me vibes that he's going to be a pleasurable partner. You said I, that. You said that I don't get that from him. Yeah, I don't get that from him either. Okay, I just wanted to check in and make sure I'm not being ridiculous. You are absolutely not being ridiculous at all. At all. I have been asked multiple times by many of you guys 
who act like you don't really like me, but you all love me because you're in my D DMs all the time asking me all the questions. And uh, the overwhelming question, which is really none of our, our business, but I will share because I think why we're all having a hard time with, you know, him being considered like a sex toy is because, um, you know, maybe I'll put it this way. When was the last time Harold had sex? And I know that that's none of our business, but it would be good to know. I am also curious. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe that he has. Well, that's the whole thing. I don't think any of us do. So I'd like to meet some of these women and have that conversation. But again, it's none of our business. So Katarina says to him, let's get down to the real reason why you're here. What are the qualities you're really looking for in a woman, Harold? Then instead of taking a beat, instead of really thinking about what she's asking, in my opinion, because he answered immediately, he's looking for intelligence, someone smart enough who will appreciate, who will appreciate his mind. Am I taking it the wrong way, April? Because I really do feel like he's just being, he's just giving himself like a reverse compliment. He's like, I need someone who's smart as me. Yeah, I actually, it reminds me of whenever I see men, especially like on Instagram, posting about their wives or girlfriends and every compliment or what's supposed to be a compliment is something that they do for them, for the, for the man, instead of something about their own personality. And it makes me feel like it's sad. And it actually reminds me of there was one couple on Love is Blind where the parents of the woman kept asking, why do you like our daughter? And whenever he would say, oh, she's strong. She's overcome so much. The dad would be like, OK, but why do you like her? You know, like I want somebody to come back in and say, it's not about what she can do for you. What is it about her personality that you like, that you yeah. want to? you know, that you, what do you like to talk about? What do you guys want to do together? Like what interests do you have in common yeah. or what do you want to explore more or learn from her? Like, please stop talking about women in terms of what we do for you. We are not servants. That part. Uh, Tiesway says it's like he memorized what to say to that answer. And he may have. Because I do feel like he spends way too, like just the things that he says, and like he's got to be spending way too much time on Red Pill Reddit. <laughs> yes, Jared. Yes, Crystal. You know exactly who I was talking about. Yes. I don't that know was that the, the one from Love is Blind. Like, and, and then look how, it, okay. I'm not going to go. But look how it played out. Look how it played out. Wasted her time. Wasted her youth. Cut off all her hair over him. Okay, I'm done. Oh, so did you all just see that? <laughs> okay. This is why we're friends, okay? You all think I'm like all extra with it, all H-wood, but I just need you guys to see these little flashes of the good girl over here because uh, we're friends. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> <laughs> that really pissed me off did it i couldn't tell and it's fresh it's it's a fresh hurt. even though they were on like season one it's a fresh hurt 
because she recently is giving interviews about how he cheated on her the whole time. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, now I'm done for real. Done for real. Don't get me started on SK. Mm. Do it if you want. <laughs> um. So, Katarina is like, hey, listen, that's great and everything, but you need a makeover. He likes how he dresses, and um, by the looks of it, he he didn't stick to the makeover, you guys. Like, he just doesn't, because he loves his suspenders, and he loves how he dresses. So, he wants to change, quote, enough to find a wife. So, you don't want to change to better yourself, and to be a better person, and to just look better, feel better. You want to change just enough so you can get what you want, and again... When I go back to say what I said earlier, where he makes it about him, and I think that that's what the problem is, there's another example. That's like the 10th example for the day. Mm -hmm. So it's makeover day with Petra. Uh, he wants to keep his look because he likes it. Uh, Katarina's like, you know what? Here's the thing. Most people are on, on a very basic level are superficial. So... You're going to need to dress better so that they can focus on getting to know you instead of how badly you're dressed, right? So, like, it's a leg up. Let the woman, let your partner, whoever, not be turned off immediately from seeing you, right? So, <clears throat> he opens up a suitcase and he's pulling out stuff. And here's, okay, so this is this is where I... You know what? I just want to say something to April. Don't talk to me anymore, Crystal. <laughs> I already confirmed that you're a fan of April. So go ahead and make April uh, cover Lovers Blind and then head over to her channel. She's live streaming right now. <laughs> okay. So let's try not to interrupt this show, though, right now. I'm just joking. <laughs> Oh, Crystal. Okay, so he opens up a suitcase and this is something I can relate to uh, just because I'm just like, I'm not like a germaphobe, but I just don't like gross stuff. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Petra didn't want to touch any of his clothing. <laughs> and she didn't want to touch any of his clothing because I don't know if you saw when he pulled out the jeans that had, like all his jeans already have suspenders, like pre clut clamped on but when they pulled up the jeans the jeans looked like he hasn't ever washed them ever in the eight years that he said he hadn't gone shopping they had like this like layer of stuff on each of the legs did did anyone else notice that yeah i noticed it and then she she's like okay op open that up like i'm yeah. like she doesn't want to touch she didn't any touch of any of it and then she's like okay go ahead and put that over there and then, uh, so she got rid of his flame shirt, his Hawaiian shirt. She got, made him put his like dirty ass jeans over to the side. Um, and my note was, yeah, like when was the last time you washed those? And <clears throat> she picks up just a plain white button down long sleeve shirt for him um, and like a gray blazer. And what did you think of that look? I thought it was nice and clean. Yes, very clean. Um, 
it you know makes doesn't make him look so boxy or not boxy doesn't make him look so wide it's just like very straight up and down um i loved it i love the look when they put the jacket on him yep i really did want him to get rid of the ridiculous uh sunglasses on his head yeah uh, so that i could really experience his whole look but again that's yeah i want them to send him to a salon but i was like slow down april step by step right baby steps and um, so hopefully uh he got more than one outfit because i'm sure that he's going to be going on more than one more date so i hope because we only saw that one outfit and you know he's going to need more right his next date is michaela 36 uh katarina says that she has similar interests as harold She's into sci-fi, Star Trek, computer games. She's quirky and nerdy, according to Katarina. Um, so she feels like uh, Michaela is going to be a good match. And here's where I personally think that Harold is jumping the gun because he's like, Michaela, it like rolls off the top. Uh, calm down, Harold. Okay, calm down. Just because she said it's going to be a good match, you still have to do your part. And I don't think you're doing any of the work. You can't just show up and put no effort into just really doing some of the work that you need to do uh, in order to find your match. What do you think, Carol? Uh, I was going to call you Carol. <laughs> Carol, Crystal, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, you over there. <laughs> you know, I won't take this away from him. The excitement of having a name that you like and just being excited. I won't take it away from him. Yes, he needs to do more. He could practice you know, what kind of questions he wants to ask to show interest and he can practice his listening because you can practice listening skills on your own. Um, yeah, I can't even stand him either, but uh, I won't take it away from him that he's excited about the name. I like that for him. I like that for you and him. Highway uh, <laughs> says, can't stand the suspenders. Listen, y'all, he has suspenders for every single outfit that he owns. Like, I don't even know, like, where do you even buy suspenders nowadays? Is that a thing still? Yeah, my son has some, but you know what? It's not that I don't like his suspenders. It's I don't like the fit of them. The fit of them comes from here and goes out to the side. My son's suspenders go straight down. Oh. You know, so I just don't like the fit of them. Gotcha. Like the suspenders that he's wearing. Gotcha. Oh. I cannot stand this guy. We're moving on to Mark, you guys. And I want to tell you something right now. Uh, my disclaimer is I am having a really hard time with this guy. And I just don't like anything that he's trying to represent right now. I think that he needs to do a lot of self-work. I think that he should not... Uh, be dating anyone, quite frankly, because he doesn't respect women. Okay, overall thoughts on his segment, April. He represents a large demographic of men who are horrible. So. <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> I've met people like him in real life, so I'm not surprised that he exists. I'm just surprised that um, she took him as a client. I'm surprised too, but I feel like she was trying to teach him something. 
Okay, so it's day two in Morocco for Mark. And Mark, because he thinks he's the bee's wax, uh, shows up to meeting Nina and his first date in like sloppy t-shirt and some shorts. And what is he carrying? He's carrying a weird t-shirt in his hand, rolled up. And a baseball cap. He goes on to say, um, and you guys, I'm about to go off, so I just want to let you know that immediately. Uh, he goes on to say that he feels like there's a lot of rules in Morocco about dating, and he wasn't ready for that. And at least he's honest. He didn't do his research because he thought that he could come in with all of his uh, entitlement and behavior and think that he could just bulldoze a whole country and their religion and their faith and culture. He's coming in hot because he is just the uh, American. Oh, God, my God, I cannot with this dude. Okay. <laughs> Didn't do any research, right? But all he knew, you guys, is that he wanted to meet an Arab woman from Morocco because he likes the their shape, he likes their color and their long hair. And that's verbatim what he said Fair and why yeah. he's there. But he didn't do any research on where these beautiful women come from. Gotcha. So <clears throat> um, he also goes on to say he's not used to, quote, connecting with women without the physical aspect of it. It's going to be a challenge for him. Listen, y'all, that's just a fancy way of saying he's a hit it and quit it type dude. And so he's not, he's going to have some challenges trying not to hit it and quit it. Cause now guess what? He's actually going to have to get to know someone and use his words to communicate rather than um, manipulating the situation in order for that woman to think that, Hey, he actually really wants to get to know me and enjoys me when he really is just trying to get you into bed. He's like a walking red flag to me. I'm sorry. I just cannot with this one. Yeah. Nothing about him has been redeeming at all. Oh, listen, we're, we're not, we're just, we're just on the tip of the iceberg. So he meets Nina and the first thing he says to her that there are more cultural changes than he's used to. And uh, my note just says SMH. Right. And I would go into the whole American thing. But I'm not even going to do that because I feel like Mark is in his own awful category. Well, you can you can still do that because the conflict that he's having is an American conflict. He wants a woman who is going to be willing to take care of home and family, but he also wants financial contribution. And I think it's a uniquely American problem that men and here in the US are having because a lot of women are refusing to do both anymore and break our backs to do both. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you 100%. I was just saying like uh, for the cultural change that he's not used to, it's more, well, the American part I was gonna get into April is the fact that you're not in America. So like, Go ahead and maybe try to be a little bit open-minded. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You chose to be there, and now you're complaining that it's just a little bit more 
change than you expected. So Nina says, Mark is looking for a woman that wants a family settled down and a genuine connection. But Nina says, if he's going to find love, he's going to have to shift a lot of his perspective because he 100% is terrible. She didn't say that last terrible part. I'm just throwing that in. But she said everything else. (laughs) She goes on to say that he is going to have to tap into his emotions instead of the physical aspect when he's getting to know his matches. So she's basically saying what I said. He's going to have to use his words instead of his penis. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> they're having a conversation and Nina says to him, you know, in, in Arab culture, the man provides is the financial provider and Mark has a very adverse reaction to that and says that he was not prepared to hear that. And she's like, well, Arab women expect that. And what does he do? Instead of like taking a beat and listening to what his matchmaker is trying to tell him about this culture that he said that he wanted, this is why you are here in Morocco because you want this specific type of woman. So are you saying that you only want the physical features of her, but not the culture that she comes from? Is that what you're saying, Mark? That's exactly what he's saying. So he pushes back and he says, and I didn't write it all down, but you'll get the sentiment. He says, well, Americans, blah, 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 blah. And Nina says, but you're not dealing with an American. You're not dealing with an American. And truth be told, he left the U.S. because he doesn't want an American woman. So, like, if you want an American woman who's going to work, that means that you also have to accept that most American women are saying now, you also have to help take care of the house. You also have to take care of the kids. He's trying to escape that responsibility. He's trying to escape a lot of responsibilities. He basically wants... I candy who's independently financially set who he doesn't have to provide anything for who can go ahead and be the baby making machine as well as take care of the household because he's a big ass frat boy that all he does is sports 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 but he doesn't want to have to actually do anything to support that goal of family I, I just think it's it's selfish and disgusting yeah um, so Nina schools him about the Arab uh, culture and being in Morocco and dating Arab women. And he literally says that's not what he wanted to hear. How does he not know this? I feel like this is like common knowledge. He's selfish and he only thinks about what he wants. It's very similar to like a lot of people, like you said, right? Where it's like he's in his own world. He knows what he wants and that's it. Everything else is irrelevant to him. So he wanted a woman to be family and baby oriented. I just said this and pay her half. And he says he didn't, he's never once signed up to be a sole provider for a household. Oh, I can't. 
so here we are with the conundrum, right? The conundrum is he wants, uh, what's the saying, barefoot and pregnant at home, doing the cooking and the cleaning and the rearing of the children, as well as doing all your responsibilities in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Boy, bye, exactly. He doesn't want to have to pay for any of that. And if he does, it's going to be split down the middle 50-50. So you go ahead and do all of that, and I'll just contribute my little half to it. Not for the good of the family, but for the good of me. That's what you're saying? So then my question is, what exactly are you bringing to the table that that woman would need from you? Penis. Duh. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. And I, I think this is the position that actually a lot of men are finding themselves in. They're like, hey, why can't I have the same thing that my dad had growing up? Um, what I saw my mom do, how can I, how come I can't have that? I think that's the conundrum a lot of men find themselves in. And you're just gonna have to put on your big boy pants and get over it. Yeah. So Nina says that she's nervous for Mark uh, because he wants all the things, but he wants her to also be financially independent. So he wants young and hot and fun and adventurous and i and i continue to say this is my note dude is 44 though so like what is it that you actually want do you want the stability and the family and all of that stuff because you're 44 or do you want the young hot fun girl that you because to me it sounds like you want the young hot fun girl who you could just maybe like buy a drink here and there and that's it Right. You don't have to owe her anything. And then you can wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am, her and keep it pushing. But then you said in a previous episode that all of your friends are married with children. So that's what you said you want. And April made a great point in the second episode that we covered when she said, well, is it that you really want these things, Mark? Or do you want them because you see that your friends have them? Because from my perspective right now, April, it's looking like he doesn't really want these things, but he says he wants them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nina has set him up with, oh, Sukanya. Am I saying it right, Sukanya? I don't remember the name. Sukanya. I might be saying it wrong, but 24. Uh, Nina says that she's pretty and fun, uh, likes adventure and says that she will be right up his alley as well as she does want to come to america and what does he do when he hears that april oh she's 24 she's not established yeah he says again i want to reiterate that i'm not looking for someone that i have to provide for He doesn't know what he wants. I I would like for him to be directly challenged on the fact that he's asking for two totally different things. Like you can't you can't say you want someone young and then say you want someone who's established. For most of us that doesn't exist at the same time. 
You can't say that you want someone who's for family oriented and is going to focus on the family and the home and then say that you want them also to be able to contribute half. Because remember, if you're bringing a spouse from another country, whether it's a man or a woman, there's going to be a period of time where they cannot contribute financially at all. Legally, they're not allowed to work. So there's going to be a period of time when they can't, even if you bring someone who has a high level of education, we saw a 90 day fiance that there was a guy who married a doctor from Indonesia. It took her about three years after she arrived here to get everything she needed together for her to be able to practice medicine here in the United States. So there's going to be a period of time where your immigrant spouse cannot assist you financially and you have to be the breadwinner. So he needs to be directly challenged on that. Everything that you just said, everything that you just said, I think he's terrible. I think he's terrible and I'm not the only one. Uh, I went down a Reddit rabbit hole um, and there's been a lot of memes and stuff. And one of these that came out said, match me abroad, Mark, you're dusty. You are dusty. And I am agreeing with all the things that they're saying. And here's why, April. So uh, I went on his socials, found him on social media, and he's exactly who he is presenting to be on the show. He's not acting. He's exactly who he's presenting to be. So this is what he, this is his post from today. He says, quote, the new ratings are out and apparently my quote frat boy character is a hit. We have gained 200,000 viewers since I came on and are now the 11th show on Sundays with 863,000 viewers. Okay. It's a ridiculous assumption to think that he did that. April, you know what? I love you. That is the nicest way to put this. <laughs> that that was absolutely not what I was about to say. And I'm so glad you said it because I was about to just 100 <laughs> go off. So yes, it is ridiculous that he thinks that. It is ridiculous that he thinks that the well-established machine that is the 90 Day Fiance franchise and every offshoot that sharp entertainment makes because i promise you you guys they don't do anything that is not going to be a money machine and that will roll over into one of their already established spin-offs so like i said i can see a successful relationship here and oh my asl i learned that today this is friendship a, a successful relationship will roll over into the other way or we'll roll over into uh, before the 90 days, okay? So they're not doing anything just randomly. They're doing it because they're building a block of shows where we, all we do is watch all things that have to do with 90 Day Fiance and all their different spinoffs. That being said, the audacity for this fool to come on the show and say, as soon as he got on the show as this frat Boy, Arizona, self-centered, narcissistic, doesn't appreciate women, puts women in a position where they are thought of only as sex objects. Come on this show, this well-established machine and say his first appearance, pow, guess what? 
Go number 11. I thought I couldn't like him any less, but here it is. I like him less than when we started. Mark, Reddit says you're dusty, and that's all I have to say. So on that note, you guys, uh, let me know what you think about Mark. C uh, <laughs> Crew says, what? LOL. And Crystal says, oh, I have no words. Just bye. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being part of this time slot. All the things. Make sure to like and subscribe. Head over to April's page. She is about to start covering uh, <laughs> She can go ahead and give you those details. Uh, when are you starting that, April? Oh, I don't know. How can I, if you tell me how I can make it related to immigration. If they would do like a love is blind across borders, it would make sense, right? I have to have like an immigration angle to it. All right. So you guys go ahead and jump into April's comments or her DMs, give her the immigration hook, and then she will go ahead and start that show. Highsway, thank you so much for the support. Love catching lives, great community. I thank you. And I wanted to do ASL, but that's a different show. I'm learning ASL right now. What is thank you? Oh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yep. And we could do like this. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. All right. On that note, uh, head over to the Melanated Way. We're learning um, ASL from this amazing content creator. And of course, when you're learning a new language, you want to learn all like the slang and cuss words first. So head over there because <laughs> I popped up a really good one, you guys. And I'm, I'm about to do it. <laughs> and it's really good. I can't say it here because YouTube might might banish me so head over and check that out until next time you guys i'll see you guys all very soon april bye everybody bye guys i want to love you